0: I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head. A safe place
1: to hide a hurting heart. A gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. It is time to tell your sexy friends that after hours and hours of exhaustive research... I have just found your new sexy spot, your orbital frontal cortex. It's your new sexy spot, your new private part. Your new sexy spot orbital frontal cortex is on your forehead. It's just over your eyebrows, and it is directly connected to your limbic system. Your limbic system, the sexiest part of your whole brain. Your new sexy spot, orbitofrontal cortex, right above your eyebrows. Speaking of eyebrows, all hair, including eyebrows, grows in what's called follicles. So, if your new sexy spot is right over your hairy eyebrows, I can imagine it will eventually cause guys in singles bars to slide over to you ladies and say things like hello, I couldn't help noticing your eyes. Your eyes are as blue as the water in my toilet bowl. Do you mind if I fondle your follicles, my dear? <laughs> Saying, my dear, like that at the end of a question to a lady always sounds so delightfully sleazy to me. I could never get away with it. Anyway, I know most of you guys are trying to fondle the follicles on yourselves right now to check me out. But it, it doesn't work like that. It's like a tickle. You can't tickle yourself. But if she doesn't mind, you can tickle a lady And if you get lucky, she might even start feeling sexy. The smart guys in the white lab coats tell us, (laughs) with a straight face, that the reason men like sex with beautiful young women is that it is a way to pass on our genes to the next generation. And I can't tell you how often after sex I have devoutly prayed that my genes drown right there in their little gene pools. And these same smart guys say women look for sex with guys who will protect them and their children. I say BS. Women look for rich rock stars. And guys look for beautiful women with well-developed orbital frontal cortexes and other more traditional sexy parts. And think about this. Her sexy spot orbitofrontal cortex is a new private part. And as you know, some women say they don't like having guys staring at their standard sexy private parts. But if those women have a new sexy spot orbitofrontal cortex that's just over their eyebrows, And that sexy spot orbitofrontal cortex is directly connected to their sexy limbic systems, which it is. Well, Victoria's Secret should start making sexy little orbitofrontal cortex hats tomorrow before the rush is overwhelming. And the smart women who understand this will very quickly develop new and very slow and sexy ways of removing those Victoria's Secret hats. You know, like the sexy strippers. Remove their long gloves. They do it slowly. (laughs) I know. That's sexist. Listen, you know what? I say, if God didn't want us to be sexist, why did he give us sex? Huh? Answer me that. I am a lead paint... No seat belt, no bike helmet, garden hose drinking, stickball playing, BB gun shooting survivor. And I remember the wide open feeling of freedom from fear of rejection and Sister Mary Knucklebuster's Hellfire one night at a record hop when I I sang my version of Louie Louie right out loud to my lady wonder wench. As a matter of fact, to a couple of other prostate challenge but nicely shaped frontal orbital complex equipped ladies besides her I am a Louie Louie generation lad so I know and I appreciate some things I don't necessarily understand them but I can know and appreciate them some things are like God you know God is way too great and grand and glorious for me to really know him but I can guess especially when I hear a little baby in the middle of the night trying to say mama. What a beautiful sound that is. Or on a beautiful, flowerful spring day, when a pretty lady with a, a nearly naked, sexy, orbitofrontal cortex walks by, wearing a tiny tank top and very short shorts. <laughs> it is then that I most certainly know and appreciate God, and his many gifts. Dick's Details, a bunch of totally unimportant stuff for you to stuff in one ear so you can squeeze the important stuff at pooping your party out the other ear. And for at least a little while, you can grab a grin and win. The smart guys in the white lab coats tell us, that you burn 315 calories every time you laugh. So, if you want to lose weight, don't bother to diet. Just binge watch The Stephen Colbert Show. Other smart guys with telescopes tell us that Comet Swift-Tuttle could possibly hit the Earth in 2126. So I hope and expect the Consumer Product Safety Commission puts out an order requiring all comets to be equipped with safety airbags by the end of this year. Right now, if the answer is male or female, what is the question? If the answer is male or female, what is the question? You don't know? (laughs) Of course not. I'll tell you in a minute. If the answer is male or female, what is the question? Vlad the Impaler. The original Dracula studied for the priesthood. That's a fact. I assume he failed, which is fortunate. Because can you imagine what kind of penance that he would have handed out in confession? It's a terrible thing when a home catches fire, but if it's your mobile home, you think you can shorten the time to put out the fire by meeting the fire truck halfway, huh? If it's your mobile home... I don't know. Alright, if the answer is male or female, the question is, what is the absolutely stupidest part of a form that you're supposed to fill out at a doctor's office? Male or female? Let me tell you, I'm not going to a doctor who can't tell the difference without a hint from me. Dicks to tails, they take your mind off your mind. A little housekeeping here. If you like these podcasts or my spoken word story CDs at com, or my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot at Amazon.com, please tell a couple of friends because they might like them too, and you would be doing me a favor. Thank you very much. Speaking of telling a couple of friends, your orbitofrontal cortex is your new sexy spot, your new private part. It's on your forehead, just over your eyes. And it is connected directly to your limbic system. Your limbic system. The sexiest part of your brain. We become sexy when we hit puberty. You know, that's when the testosterone and the estrogen tsunamis hit. But it hits boys and girls differently. When puberty hits guys, we lose control We lose control of our voices, our eyebrows, and our private parts. We get erections that last for three weeks. That's why we carry girls' books, because we need stuff to hold in front of ourselves, especially when Sister Mary Knucklebuster is looking. And the girls, I don't understand about them, but I know that immediately when they realize they have caught our interest They start to giggle and point. And the pointing is especially horrific. Oh, look at that. (laughs) Estrogen doesn't affect girls the same way. I guess that's because, as I found out a few turbulent years later, that girls' private parts are all inside where private parts belong. They don't even say private parts. Girls say, down there... When young guys say, down there, they mean it (laughs) in an entirely different way. Of course, older guys are more likely to be saying, up, up, come on, up, up and away. For those of you who are very young, up, up and away is what Superman used to say when he needed to go, up, up and away. But... Now that I have exposed this newly discovered sexy spot, your orbitofrontal cortex on your forehead, just over your eyes, seeing down there referring to your private parts doesn't work anymore, ladies, unless your forehead is in a very strange place. (laughs) There is a story in my Night Connections 3 spoken word story CD about a guy who didn't really care about a lady's sexy orbitofrontal cortex. He was a lot more interested in her more traditional sexy places. The story is called The Bra Dragon.
0: You never even wanted this man in your life. You told him so. He was married and you were content. But it started anyway. I think it really surprised both of you. You were just passing some time on a sales trip together. It was a long drive. And he started telling you one of his sly, silly, sexist stories. This one was about the tiny, politically incorrect dragon that he said he kept in his hand. He called it his bra dragon. He said, listen, it's a very naughty dragon. I try to keep him under control but if I look away for just a moment he jumps out of my hand and unsnaps the nearest bra then he looked into his fist and he said he's in there now would you like to see and for some reason you both started to laugh and then all of a sudden he stopped and he listened and he looked at you as if you simply amazed him that had never happened to you before In fact, that had never happened to anybody you ever knew of. You'll eventually wash the smell of his lovemaking out of your sheets. But your life still smells of his skin, his cologne, and his breath. And your hips still move a little when you remember how his eyes caressed you. You can't seem to make them stop doing that. You've cut your hair short again. He left it long. He ran his fingers through it slowly, wrapping it gently around his hands and burying his face in it when he lay his head between your breasts. There was a powerful, deep patience and, and hypnotic passion in his eyes when you made love together. He had a little boy's teasing laugh that changed into an almost frightening growl when he touched you. He had a terrible hunger for you. That had never happened to you before either. Sometimes true love fails. That's all he said about falling out of love with his wife. It was while you were waiting for a cab and he locked you into his eyes and gently tubbed you toward him with his fingertips. Your hips rocked back and forth a little bit, trying to keep your balance that was the start of it since then your hips have always rocked back and forth a little bit every time he looked at you it's like you've lost control of them to those hypnotically powerful eyes of his you've been sleeping through the night some nights now that's good for weeks you were waking up in the middle of the night around the time when he used to slip into your bed and into your dreams half waking you with his hands calming you with his quiet words carefully stroking your hopes caressing your passions loving you with his long arrogant tender strength you didn't lose him and she didn't win him back it was something that happens all the time well most of the time lovers keep betting that it won't happen to them they keep hoping to beat the odds you and he simply didn't it's a hard lesson it's just as tough to be unfaithful as it is to be faithful lies are hard life is short and self-respect is very expensive you're trying to remind yourself that you didn't want him in your life to begin with your heart is honestly trying to remember that to understand But your hips keep betraying you, rocking, 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 just a little bit, back and forth, even now, every time you even think of his name.
1: Sometimes true love does fail. Sometimes it's just as hard to be unfaithful as it is to be faithful. Especially when a woman, without even trying, amazes a man. And he starts telling her sly, silly, sexist stories about a a bra dragon. It was a year ago. They're not even together anymore. But every night, when she unhooks her bra and gets ready for bed, her hips flex when the memory hits. is called The Bra Dragon. It's from my Night Connections 3 Spoken Word Story CD. If you like it, you have some choices. You can just keep this podcast or you can go to Amazon.com and buy Night Connections 3 or you can just send your email address to me. My address is dick at net. If you send me your email address, I will send you a free download of The Bra Dragon. Tell your friends, your orbitofrontal cortex is your new sexy spot, your new private part. It's on your forehead, just over your eyes. And it is directly connected to your limbic system. Your limbic system. The sexiest part of your brain. You know, I don't fully understand how that works. But there are a lot of things I don't understand, but I can appreciate. Like, when you touch yourself where you want to be touched, like your lips or your face or wherever. Makes people want to touch you in those places. I don't understand that. But touching someone else in a warm but unthreatening way is a powerful connector. I certainly appreciate that. And I very much enjoy being powerfully and frequently connected to my lady wonder wench. Now if I can just get her to put her sexy little orbitofrontal frontal cortex right here on my shoulder.
0: Good night.